The Cleveland Browns are headed to the playoffs for the first time since 2020, while the New York Jets are looking for signs that next year is going to be their year. That and all on your Week 17 preview episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome in, everybody, to this Friday episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast covering the National Football League, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm David Harrison on Twitter at DHarrison82, host of Locked On Commanders, host of Locked On Bucks, credential member of the media covering both of those teams for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation group of sites. He is Tony Wiggins on Twitter at Shop Talk Wig. Two G's on that on Twitter and uh, host of Locked On Jags with more than 10 years covering the Jacksonville Jaguars. Locked On NFL is here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers and everydayers. You know, we appreciate you uh, supporting this program, supporting this network uh, as well and all your favorite Locked On shows. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. On today's episode, we are predicting the slate of Week 17 games. But first, Wig, the last quarterback to lead the Cleveland Browns into the postseason was number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield. He has since been traded, released, signed, and then became the heir to Tom Brady's throne in Tampa Bay. Also, that Cleveland could make room to ride Joe Flacco into the 2023 NFL playoffs. What did you think about the Browns on Thursday? And what do you think about Joe Flacco coming in to save the day and send Cleveland rocking into the postseason? Yeah, well, as as one of the resident older guys on the show, I love when older guys can step up and show younger guys how to how to actually do something right. Let's go. Playing that position, man, and, you know, I, I posted on the media tonight that he was uh, he was put on a clinic, basically, with play action, with how to get the ball out, with the way his feet are. And I'm sitting here wondering, and, you know, my mind, I, I hate to be all uh, controversial about it, but I'm like, if Deshaun Watson was healthy right now, would they play him? Nope. I wouldn't. I don't care how much you're paying him. And then what if this dude actually does take them deep into the playoffs because they have a very good defense, and with him playing that way, what if he takes a deep run into the playoffs and he says, you want me back next year? You know, it doesn't cost him very much to get him right, but he comes back. Does Deshaun Watson play? I could not help but sit there and start thinking about stuff like that because Joe Flacco is playing so good. Hey, man, you're not the only one. I was looking at the Twitter timeline as the game was going on. I was looking at the Threads timeline as the game was going on. And there are multiple people talking about, like, like Deshaun who? You know what I mean? Like, what, like? Who, who cares about when he comes back? Because this isn't this isn't a case where Joe Flacco is being carried. I mean, Joe Flacco, 309 yards on Thursday night, three touchdowns, an interception, 121 quarterback rating. I mean, he was was doing damage. David Njoku was his primary target, especially there in the first half. Didn't get any touchdowns, but 134 yards on the day for the tight end with six catches. So, I mean, Joe Flacco's leading this team to victories. And the New York Jets, you know, look, 
we can talk about whether or not they have a lot to play for this season, obviously eliminated from the playoffs, all that stuff. But this defense is still a proud defense. This defense is supposed to be one of the best in the National Football League. And, you know, very early on the second half, things slowed down a little bit. But that first half, I mean, they got tested. They got worked uh, just a little bit. And, and the Jets continue to look for answers because Wig. That's where we got to take this conversation next. Again, make sure you guys check out Locked on Browns to hear much more about Joe Flacco, the postseason run, getting ready to come up. And, of course, we'll be here on Locked on NFL to talk about the playoffs coming up as well. But tonight, we do got to talk about the New York Jets who come out of this one, the loser. Obviously, they've done that more times than not this season. They fall to 6-10. and 10. And my thing is this. They mentioned it during the broadcast. We just talked about Joe Flacco. This is like the year of the backup quarterback. I mean, so yep. many teams are playing with backup quarterbacks. And the thing about it is, Teams that are well-coached, teams that are well-schemed, teams that are doing a good job of preparing their people for their opponents, they're still being competitive. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings are on what they're like, their fourth quarterback of the season, and they're still trying to scrap it out with people. The New York Jets, Coach Robert Sala, they're they're the New York Jets GM along with them. They got a vote of confidence. They've been told they're coming back next year. And there's this kind of this this kind of opinion that next season is going to be the New York Jets season. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and everything's going to be fine. But do you look at this Jets team and really think they're an Aaron Rodgers away? Because I got to I got to admit, I got some questions when we see, again, the Cleveland Browns rocking with a backup quarterback who was just making breakfast for his kids four weeks ago, that the Jets, if they're really going to be that team with A-Rod, they should at least be a team without him. Yeah, um, I, I like the Jets defensively, and I agree with what you're saying. I think it's a little bit different, though, when you're Cleveland and you're on your fourth quarterback, right? And yep. you, y'all you been playing so well defensively, you just need anything. The Jets should be in that situation, but I think the Jets' entire season had a woe-is-me feeling to it. And that's because of all of the buildup. It's because of Aaron all over the media, all on McAfee, sitting up there. I sound like uh, like I'm talking about Death Row Records or Puff Daddy or somebody. But no, but it's like all, he, you know, all of that stuff. So everything, yeah. you know, the hard knocks and everything just hang in the balance of him being the quarterback and playing. And then just like that, just three or four plays into a game or whatever, it is over with. And I think everybody hanged their head and they had their lip poked out the entire time because they had to turn back to that kid that everybody knows isn't ready. Yeah, you know what? I mean, you make some valid, valid points. I mean, I guess, you know, the old adage, don't put all your eggs in one basket and, and all those things. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. You know what I mean? Uh, all, those, all those cliches kind of kind of bear fruit here because there, there certainly is some talent on that New York Jets defense, like you mentioned, on the offense as well. Brees Hall. On Thursday night, 13 carries, 84 yards. I mean, he certainly showed showed some potential. Garrett Wilson, five catches, 50 yards. Not going to blow your socks off with that stat line, but obviously he's a very talented guy. They've got a tight end in Conklin, who I think has actually made some strides here. So the New York Jets, certainly some things to look forward to. Uh, obviously, this season didn't go their way, their way, but the Cleveland Browns, they're not worried about next year yet. They're talking about this season. So let's flip back over to them real quick and wrap up this part of the conversation. Let's talk about that Joe Flacco deep playoff run, Wig. When you look at some of the teams that we're looking at in the AFC going in the playoffs, the Baltimore Ravens, what they've been able to do, just just got done beating the San Francisco 49ers up. The Indianapolis Colts are a team that look like they're going to get in right now. The Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, Miami Dolphins, your Jacksonville Jaguars right now are sitting in that fourth seed. And, you know, we only got two weeks, but there's a lot of football left to be played in those two weeks. When you look at those AFC contenders, where do you see the – I mean, they're the fifth seed. 
But where do you see them stacking up against those teams with Joe Flacco? Better. They're, they're, I would not want to be, who is it, four plays seven? Is, is that the way this goes? Or uh, Four plays five, two plays seven, three plays six. Okay, and, and I don't know, what are the Browns? Where are they now? They're fifth. Right now, you would yeah, see. Yeah, I ain't trying to see, see that. In Jacksonville. Yeah, see, that's exactly, that's where I was headed. But I wanted to make sure we were heading, you know, we were on the right highway. That, I don't want no parts of that foolishness. Nobody does. Nobody wants to play them. Nobody wants to play Buffalo, especially if you're one of those teams that are already sitting there hosting a playoff game at home. It, that sets up for both of those teams to win those games. And because Flacco's been there before, man. He has done this. And and he's a, he is really, really, you know, reminding us all it's not just about youth. and It's not just about player development. It's not about our – Sometimes it's just about having – this looks like Jim Plunkett all over again. Like late in your career, you're going to come do some stuff. Uh, but in, in Flacco's case, he's just doing something he's done before. So they are a scary, scary team, and they are still missing their best player, and that's what makes this even sweeter because Nick Chubb isn't there running the football. Mm, yeah, let's, let's not forget about Nick Chubb. I mean, best running back in the NFL by a lot of measurements as well. So the Cleveland Browns doing some good things, saying, you know what, forget about all the setbacks, forget about all the injuries, forget about all the different quarterbacks. We're still a team with a lot of confidence. That's what they played with on Thursday night. The New York Jets, meanwhile, have some confidence in next year. They've also got a top 10 NFL draft pick as of right now, and we'll see how the rest of the weekend plays out, how it impacts the draft, how it impacts the playoff scenario. We'll dive into those predictions coming up next on this episode of Locked On NFL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview, and that's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free, and LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place for you to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and it's easy. They've even launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Locked On NFL your first listener, your first view today and every day, every day. Or thanks for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. Don't forget that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel we're going to get into the week 17 remaining game predictions wig i want to do this a little bit differently than we usually do we usually just run down the list uh that our friends over at fanduel provide us but i want to take a look at the playoff picture here and i want to take a look at the clinching scenario so we just talked about the cleveland browns clinching uh their spot in the afc playoffs they have not clinched the afc north the baltimore ravens uh, obviously have have that uh not, not in hand but they have the opportunity to be the team to take that and that is where we're going to start here the baltimore ravens hosting the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. They clinch the AFC North title if they beat the Miami Dolphins. Cleveland loses, so that's not going to happen. Baltimore clinches the one one seed in the AFC uh, with a win as well. So 
Here's what the Baltimore Ravens need to do. They need to beat the Miami Dolphins and get one step closer to getting that all-important bye week for them. And can they pull that off? My, uh, minus 3.5 points. The Baltimore Ravens favored by 3.5 points over the Miami Dolphins. They just came off that big win against the 49ers wig. Kind of the anti-trap game. Sometimes you get a big win over a big team and you kind of come out the next time uh, a little bit, a little bit duller than usual. What do you think happens when these two juggernauts face off? That's a tricky game, man, because you're right. And then Miami actually did beat what we think is a pretty good team in Dallas last week. Normally, you know, they kind of get pushed around a little bit when they play those teams. Uh, but I think Baltimore is just – they're just too big and athletic. Like, Miami is very athletic and fast, but they're small in a lot of – you know, and they go for speed. The Ravens have shown you that they can really shut down those ends and push everything towards the middle. I just think they're too good for Miami, and I think Lamar Jackson is going to put up some points. All right, so we're going to have the Ravens winning that one, and Jalen Waddle not expected to play, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, uh, as of Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. So it looks like Tyreek Hill will probably be the lone primary weapon for the Miami Dolphins, who, of course, will travel to Baltimore. They clinch the AFC East with a win or a Buffalo Bills loss. So if they don't beat the Ravens, they need the Bills to lose. The Bills are at home against the New England Patriots Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that is the biggest spread of the weekend with the Buffalo Bills 13 and a half point favorites. So are the Dolphins going to get lucky if they can't beat the Ravens like you predict? Will the Buffalo Bills save them in this instance? Buffalo's going to beat the brakes, the beat the brakes of the New England Patriots. So if the Dolphins need them to lose, uh, that ain't going to happen. So uh, I, New England is a hot mess. I never thought I'd say that about a Bill Belichick team, but uh, and Buffalo has been playing well as of late. So I, I think the Bills are going to roll. I think they're going to, they, as a matter of fact, they're going to have their spread beat at halftime. Oh, oh at halftime. Okay. I was going to ask yeah. you that if you're good with that spread total, but you're talking about halftime. Yeah. All right. Then, so there yeah, you go. They'll be, up, they'll be up by more than that at halftime. They'll be up by more. I definitely have the Buffalo Bills winning that one as well. I think most people do. And, and honest Patriots fans, I mean, come on. You, you got you to gotta roll with that. Let's switch to the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that you know very, very well. Obviously, host of Locked On Jags here on this illustrious network. They're hosting the Carolina Panthers Sunday at 1 p.m. Jacksonville clinches a playoff berth and an AFC South title with a win plus losses by the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. We'll get to those two teams here in a little bit, but do the Jacksonville Jaguars take that first step and get that win against the Carolina Panthers as where are they? Let me, let me find them here on FanDuel. They are six point favorites at home. Yeah. The Jags going to win this game. I, I, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's trending towards playing. I think they win this football game. Um, this is the one time I'll say that winning, it doesn't matter how it looks because the Jaguar fans, they were eight and three, but people were saying they hadn't played a clean game. Uh, I don't think people care if they play a clean game after losing four in a row, or they just want them to win. They can win as dirty as they can. Yeah. You know, the good thing about the National Football League, man, there's no there's no committee. There's no people mm -hmm. to pick whether or not you're worthy or deserving. It's mm -hmm. very simple. Win enough games, you're in. It doesn't matter how much you win them by. doesn't matter how ugly or pretty it is. So you're right. So just get the win. That's all you need to do. The next clinching scenario, uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs clinch a playoff berth with a win, which is amazing to think that this team is two weeks out from the end of the regular season. Haven't done that much yet. They clinch an AFC West title with a win or a tie or a Las Vegas loss or tie plus a Denver loss or a tie. So a lot of a lot of and ors here with the Kansas City Chiefs. But bottom line is clinch a playoff berth with a win over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the game is in Kansas City and the Kansas City Chiefs are favored. 
to win this thing. Um, having to scroll here by seven points, Wig. Yeah, another tough game. I saw the Bengals with that backup quarterback look pretty good against the Jaguars and then maybe even a week after that. Maybe, you know, people are watching the tape and they've caught up to him a little bit. But the Chiefs at some point got to get it right, right? You know, before they head into the playoffs, at least these last couple of weeks. So uh, I look for them to go ahead and turn it up and, and be able to cover that spread and win that game. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for the for the Chiefs to do the exact same thing as well and clinch their playoff spot again. Whether or not they get the AFC West division title locked up is is up to a couple of different factors, but at least get that playoff spot sewn up, and then you can worry about that later if you really need to. The Philadelphia Eagles doing better than the Kansas City Chiefs, but not necessarily feeling too great right. about their way their their season has gone. They've got a home matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. The Eagles favored by 11 and a half points. So not the biggest spread of the weekend, but certainly a big one. They clinched the NFC East with a win and a, a Dallas loss. Or again, we got the ties that are in there as well. So the Philadelphia Eagles need to get that win, put the pressure on the Dallas Cowboys. Do the Arizona Cardinals come into Philly, into the link and get the upset? They don't get the upset, but I think Philly's going to have to take some Tylenol after the game because Arizona plays hard. And I think they're going to play hard again this week against the Eagles, who have let teams who were lesser teams uh, hang around for a while uh, all season. So I I do think that's going to continue for Philadelphia. I don't think they're going to solve all of their problems in one week, but they do win the game. They're just going to win it with a headache. Yeah, I feel like Philadelphia wins that one too, but I do feel like Arizona's going to give them a little bit of work, uh, make them earn it a little bit more than maybe some people think that they might. Uh, The next clinching scenario, the San Francisco 49ers clinched the number one seed in the NFC, if they beat the Washington Commanders and Detroit loses and Philadelphia loses, which, of course, we just predicted they will not. So, unfortunately, San Francisco will have to wait another week. But, again, if you want the opportunity, you got to take care of your business first. At Washington, at FedEx Field, I will be sitting there uh, press box side for that game, Wig. That's a 12.5-point spread in favor of the 49ers. Chase Young is returning to the DMV for the first time since he was traded. Trent Williams is returning to FedEx as well. If you know A little bit of a lower... Lower talked about revenge game potentially there. The Niners are going to win this one, Wig. The question is, are they going to win it by 13 or are they going to win it by 12 or less and cover and not cover the spread? No, they're going to cover the spread. They're going to beat them uh, almost just as bad as Buffalo's going to beat the Patriots. Uh, I, I feel sorry for Jacoby Brissett because I think Chase Young is coming home to put on a show. So uh, the 49ers win the game and I think they pull away easy. Yeah, you know, I, unfortunately, I've got a big win there for the 49ers as well. Uh, Chase Young said this is just another game to him. No yeah. other importance to it. Um, nobody believes you, Chase. And it's okay to admit it if if you if you were to go ahead and admit it. And I promise you, you're going to see him on the field. You're going to know this is not just another game. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, 8-7. and seven. They're on the road to face the New York Giants on Sunday. Los Angeles clinches a playoff berth with a win, plus a Seattle loss, or a win, plus a tie uh, in the Green Bay and Vikings game. So, again, Los Angeles Rams need a win. New York Giants uh, hurting in a bad way. Tyrod Taylor, uh, they got another quarterback. I can't remember his name right now. No disrespect to him, but who uh, who takes away this one? I think the Rams are going to win it. They've been to me. They've been the biggest surprise, and and less need all to get some votes for uh, front office person of the year, whatever they call it. But uh, he he has done a very very good job with all of the draft picks that he traded away. It seems like they continue to hit on these draft picks on day two and day three, and that's exactly why the Rams are where they are right now. 
Yep, absolutely. So I got the Rams winning that one as well. We're pretty much in agreement here on every single game so far. We got two more postseason implication tied games uh, along with the rest of our NFL schedule coming up here on Locked On NFL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Week 17's weekend schedule is right around the corner, so be sure you order on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites like pizza, wings, soda, burgers, just about anything you could want to settle in for some late-season football. If you're a procrastinator like me, kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals on everything you need for your watch party or your tailgate. Sometimes I like a, I like a classic chain like Buffalo Wild Wings. I know what I'm going to get, and oftentimes my local franchise is listed as one of the fastest available options so I can order a kickoff when I'm not at the stadium and get my order with plenty of game left to go. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change terms apply. This episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bets. That's $150 if your team wins. The largest spread this weekend belongs to the Buffalo Bills, who are minus 13.5 point favorites and minus 850 on the money line. The closest margin of victory predicted belongs to the Minnesota Vikings, who are just one and a half point favorites with a money line of minus 112. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and secure your wins as the season winds down. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. Wrapping up this Friday episode of Locked On NFL, Tony Wiggins, David Harrison here with you predicting the Week 17 matchups. we got two more games with direct, important, uh, first-level playoff implications, Tony. And we're talking Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the other team that I cover for this amazing network. The Buccaneers 8-7 and seven at home facing the New Orleans Saints. They beat them once this season. They would love to, to sweep the series against the New Orleans Saints just because it's the Saints. But even more than that, the Buccaneers clinch a playoff berth and the NFC South title all in one fell swoop if they beat or uh, or tie, actually, the New Orleans Saints. But that's gross. You don't want to do that. Plus, uh, or well, a win just does it. A tie and an Atlanta loss, or rather, gives the Buccaneers uh, the division. But you don't want to do that. You just want to win it. I've got the Buccaneers winning this thing. Wig, they're two and a half point favorites at home. I got them winning by about seven to ten points. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, about what you said, about seven to ten points. I think Baker Mayfield's playing really, really well. They fixed their offensive line faster than any team I've ever seen fix an offensive line. They, they like, did it in one season, right? Um, the, the nice little running back that they have, kid out of Arizona State, he's really good. And then he hit on the Diaby kid, man. Look, yeah. I really believe that Tampa is one of those teams, too, in, in the other conference that nobody wants to even see the first weekend of the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, the way they've been playing, I mean, they've, they've been dangerous. Like you said, Rashad White, they got Yaya Diaby. They got some really young pieces that are looking really nice uh, out there in Florida. Seattle Seahawks are our final playoff. Again, first-line playoff game here for the weekend. They're 8-7 and seven hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Seattle Seahawks have a three-and-a-half-point spread. They're favored by Seattle clinches a playoff berth with a win plus a tie in the Green Bay-Minnesota game. So 
Not super likely, but again, Seattle Seahawks got to win first. Three and a half point favorites at home against the Steelers. Wig, what do you think happens there? This is the game of the two teams that just when you think they're dead, they do something to show you that they're not, right? I thought Pittsburgh was finished and they surprised us last week. I'm going to go, though, with Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. I just think quarterback play is going to be the difference in a game of two teams that kind of have mirror images of as soon as you think they're done, they're not. Uh, I'm going to go with Geno, though, because I think he gives them a little bit more stability. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of a coin flip. I don't know if I'm taking points on either side of that one. I just go money line somewhere there. That's that's going to be a really good game. I think probably a closer game and uh, one that either team could possibly win. So let's get to the rest of the games that don't have first-line playoff implications, but certainly playoff implications on the line when the Detroit Lions visit the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by four and a half. What a really, really good game, especially towards the end of the season when both teams sort of still have something to play for. I'm going to go with Detroit, man. I just really believe that uh, I want Detroit to win just so I can see Stephen A. Smith go crazy again on Sunday night. You know, I love when he does that. But uh, I, I really believe Detroit has sort of found something. And it's what we all thought they were, right? And then every now and then they'd be like, they'd lose a game. But they've been more consistent this year of showing their best and putting their best foot forward, whereas Dallas, sometimes you don't know who they are. So I'm going to go with Detroit. Yeah, absolutely true. My One of my favorite people in the league, Taylor Heineke, quarterback in the Atlanta Falcons against the Chicago Bears on the road in Chicago. The Bears have a three-point or three-point favorites in this game. Both of these teams kind of, I mean, the Chicago Bears think are officially out of it. The Atlanta Falcons are very much teetering on the edge there. Uh, who, do, who do you think has the upper hand in this matchup, Wick? I'm going to go with Chicago. Uh, you know, I like the way Justin Fields has sort of handled all of the, the talk about him and what the Bears are going to do. And then they play more spirited ball lately. So I'm going to go with Chicago. All right. The Raiders and Colts game certainly has some playoff implications to it, impacting mostly other teams. The Raiders are on the road in this one. The Colts are three and a half point favorites in this one. Who do you think comes out on top there? Hard to root against Antonio Pierce and what he's been able to do with that franchise. Hopefully uh, he'll continue to win and they'll give him a job. And then, you know, I cover the Jags, so it's best for me that the Colts lose. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. Absolutely. Absolutely. Give Antonio Pierce that job, man. Give him a couple years at least to just show what he can possibly do with this with this team. Tennessee Titans visiting the Houston Texans. Another matchup you're going to be paying close attention to. The Texans are four and a half points home favorites. I'm going to go against the Texans if C.J. Stroud doesn't play and it doesn't look like he's trending to play in that uh, in that game Sunday. So I'm going to go with Tennessee, man. They they, ever since that Miami game, I've kind of been looking at them as a team. You know, they're another Jekyll and Hyde team. But w- when they want to play right, they can really get it together. And without C.J. Stroud, I still think uh, Houston's just a little bit too young to overcome the fact that they're playing with a backup. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, late after, well, afternoon game for, for Sunday afternoon, the Los Angeles Chargers with Easton Stick visiting the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson on the sideline thinking about his future and what's to come. Wig, Broncos are favored by three and a half still. Do you think Easton Stick can, uh, can I don't know, stick it to the Broncos here in this one? No, I don't. But, I, I you know, I kind of want to wish, I wish that I could just root for the Chargers because uh, I don't like what Sean Payton and them, what they pulled off. But uh, if Brendan Staley still played for the Chargers, I wouldn't like him either. So, uh, there you go. They'll be even. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with Denver because I'm going to take my emotions out of it and just try to use my brain. I don't think Eastern State can beat the Broncos. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one uh, if, you, if you watch it. One and a half point favorite, smallest spread of the weekend. Minnesota Vikings hosting the Green Bay Packers to wrap up week 17. I'm going to go with Green Bay. I still believe in, in the young kid at quarterback. And, 
even though all of his receivers are banged up right now. Uh, I just think that they're going to win the game. Uh, I'm not going for what. What is Minnesota on? Are they on their fourth quarterback now? And, yeah, they're uh, on their fourth. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on. I'm going to go ahead and go. Even though Minnesota's defense has played really, really well, and Brian Flores needs to be given a lot of credit, I'm going to mm-hmm. go uh, the other way and go with the Packers. All right, that is our Week 17 lineup. Those are our predictions. If all of that comes true, the Baltimore Ravens will be the one seed in the AFC, followed by the Dolphins, Chiefs, Jaguars, wildcard teams, Cleveland Browns, Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers. Your Jags would face the Cleveland Browns, a team that you don't want to see in the wildcard round, but there's still one more week to go. In the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers would have the number one seed. The Lions are second, Eagles third, Buccaneers fourth, and the Buccaneers would be hosting the Dallas Cowboys, who have the fifth seed, followed by Los Angeles Rams at six and the Seattle Seahawks at seven so that's going to do it for us today on locked on nfl make sure you come back friday afternoon we have locked on nfl kickoff live dropping at 2 p.m eastern on this channel or any locked on nfl channel so make sure you're subscribed have those notifications turned on also make sure you catch kevin ostriker here on monday with a brand new episode of locked on nfl for your next listen check out locked on jags locked on commanders locked on bucks or stay right here and head on over to locked on sports today the first ever 24-7 sports streaming channel on YouTube. We got you covered no matter where you want to go. As always, thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listener, your first view today and every day. Every day, thank you for coming through like you do. For Tony Wiggins, I'm David Harrison. We'll see you next Friday here for another episode of Locked On NFL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.